Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Hi, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to a new On My Mind podcast episode. I hope you are having a good day when you're listening to this. I currently have so much energy and so uh, I'm just so excited to talk to you all today. I feel like lately life has been feeling really good. And you know, these moments come and go, but I am just trying to take good moments as they come and enjoy them. And the last few days have just been so nice. And I don't know, I feel like right now I have had such a nice balance of doing the things I love work-wise and feeling really passionate about that, also pouring more into my friendships and just having more fun. I used to take life very seriously and I would just overthink so many things, but lately I've been in this interesting place where I'm kind of going with the flow, letting things happen, saying yes to more things, I kind of sound like a broken record with that because I know I've talked about this before, but the era I'm currently in, I am just, you know, saying yes to more. Sometimes things are good for the plot and you have to take opportunities as they come. I'm in a really good mood right now because one, I just drank an energy drink. So, you know, the the caffeine's flowing. My best friend on her work break, she lives or she works close to where I live And she has like an hour lunch break. She came over to my apartment and we were just talking and I don't know. I'm just in a really good mood, like seeing my best friend, energy drink. I had a good morning. I went to my cycling class, my spin class, which I've been enjoying so much. I recently got back into my workout classes, which I stopped for about two years because first of all, COVID. And then I never, once it reopened, I never went back just because I had no motivation to. And I also was scared about going back. But I've been in a pretty good routine with that and I have been realizing how much I need that and I need something to look forward to. I really love and thrive when I'm doing things for myself that feel good, that benefit me and I don't know, just movement lately has been really nice, especially finding ways to move that make me feel super happy and obviously for everyone that looks really different but I'm not sure where this tangent is going. I'm kind of just popping off right now. (laughs) Literally five minutes ago, I just got back the photos from a photo shoot I just did for Sunglow, which is the brand I started this summer. And Drop 2 is coming up so soon. When you're listening to this, it's low-key like two weeks away, which I haven't announced yet. But you know, the podcast fam, we are very close. I feel like I give you guys the inside scoops because we are just on that level here. So you guys kind of know before everyone else, I haven't announced that anywhere else, but Drop 2 for Sunglow is coming very soon. I'm obsessed with all the products we're launching. And a few days ago, we had our photo shoot for that collection and it was so fun. Had the most, just the best time, the most amazing people. There are about six of us girlies out there, two models, a photographer, her assistant. And I had one of my friends helping me to get like behind the scenes stuff. And I was, you know, doing my thing. And let me just say, I love women who support each other. I love group. I just love, I go, I love women. Like we are so amazing and powerful. I really probably sound like I'm unwell. I'm so sorry. I probably shouldn't have drank that energy drink 
but I did. So excuse me if this episode is a little bit chaotic, but I'm just, a lot of good things have been like randomly happening to me lately. And that's why I'm kind of, my, my head's a little scattered, but you know, this is on my mind and there's no bullshitting here. We're just going to talk about whatever is on my mind, but it was just so cool to see all these women doing their thing, looking great, pursuing their passions. Lately, I feel like I have been surrounded by really amazing and inspiring women, which is just so cool. And I've talked about this in episodes before too, but I have just been making so many new friends lately and just having a great time doing it. I feel like the people I have in my life right now, I'm so grateful for, and I definitely need to do an episode about friendships and stuff like that because I used to be someone who really struggled making new friends. I almost didn't even have the desire to make new ones. And it's funny because now I'm almost the complete opposite where I just love making new connections and connecting with new people. It's been really, really good for me. So anyway, I need to calm down. I need to take a breath here. The calendar has been very full lately. So it's been, I've been like a little bit like a chicken with its head cut off, you know, just trying to get all these different things done. It's funny because before when I would be super busy, it was easier to manage just because I didn't have much else going on. But now I'm like trying to find a balance between social life and still finding alone time and also like work life balance and taking care of myself, all those things. So my Google calendar lately has been very full. One thing I've been finding so much joy in lately is, so I color code my Google calendar and I made it, I made it aesthetic. You guys know, I, I'm a hoe for aesthetics. I will, I will be the first to say it and admit it. I love when things look pretty because it is just very motivating to me. So for every different like section of my life on my Google calendar, I have it as like a different color. I just love when my life feels organized. I still use like pen and paper planner and I love my notepads and stuff, but it's also nice having it like digitally and seeing all the colors look really, really cute. So yeah, anyway, I don't even know where I was going with that, but Sunglow launch two coming very soon. If you don't follow the Instagram for it, you definitely should. It's at shop Sunglow and there's so much content to come. I have content pouring out of my ears with this. Another thing I want to say, I have been recently fallen in love with YouTube again, which makes me so happy because for a while I made a video or in a video, I talked about it too, but I was just talking about how I didn't know the direction I wanted YouTube to go. And I wasn't really feeling super motivated with it. I was in a little bit, a little bit of a rut with it, just creating. And you know, when you do something for so long, sometimes you just get to a point where you're like, what am I doing? How can I continue doing this in a way that makes me feel happy? But this week, I've just been finding so much joy in filming and editing again. It's funny because for a while, I had some help with editing. And right now, I'm just, I love editing my own stuff. It brings me so much joy. And I realize that it's a huge part of the creative process that I enjoy so much about what I do. And, you know, if things get busier, yes, I think it's good to like outsource sometimes. But also, I realized that if it brings me this much joy, even if it's super time consuming, I, you know, need to do it. And I've been really refining my passion for creating again, which makes me super, super happy. Anyway, enough of the life updates. I just, I don't know. I needed to like talk to someone. <laughs> I feel like this is like my phone call that I would have with someone when I'm like, I need to tell you everything that's going on. So thank you for listening. Today's episode is going to be a little shorter than usual, just because sometimes I shy away from doing an episode if I feel like I can't get 45 minutes to like 55 minutes to an hour of talking about it, like content out of it. 
And sometimes I won't do a topic just because I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to talk about that because I, you know, I have a solo podcast. And so obviously (laughs) if that hasn't been clear, it's just me on the mic. And the thing about podcasts when you do it solo is that there's no one else to really bounce off of. You can't have these like little side conversations and bounce back and forth. So sometimes it's hard to do super long episodes. And for a while, I kind of just thought that I can only do long episodes, but I'm kind of realizing now that it's okay if I have a few shorter ones in between here and there. So I hope that's okay with you all too. I definitely will do longer ones, you know, intersperse them, but I feel like for today's episode, I just need to say what I need to say and I'm not going to try and, you know, it's like when you have an essay at school and you have to hit a 5,000 word count. That's a lot. Like a thousand word. Mm, what's a lot? Let's say 5,000 word count and say your essay, you feel like it is perfect. You said everything you needed to say, but you're at 3,000 words, but then you have to like bullshit and, you know, add extra fluff that doesn't really matter to get to the 5,000 word count. That's kind of sometimes how I feel with the podcast. I'm like, you know what? Whatever I feel like really matters, I'm going to say. And so if this episode's a little shorter, that is why. Let me backtrack to where this whole thought of today's episode came from. I was in a cycle class the other day. Like I said, I've been into it lately and usually near the end, if you've taken a spin class, you know this, but after you, you know, near the end of the workout, the instructor will play a song that's a little bit slower, maybe a little bit more inspirational. I don't know if every place is like this, but the places that I've taken spin classes at are usually like this. There's a moment where for a song, they'll like, you know, play a song like that and the instructor will say some motivational words and, you know, hype you up. And I really love that section of the class because it's a little bit slower. You know, you're not listening to crazy rap music or pop music or like rave music and going ham like you're in a club. You slow down a little bit. And sometimes, you know, sometimes what they say, I really like resonate with. And other times, I don't want to say other times it doesn't, but sometimes what they say hits harder. And this time, boy, the instructor, what she was saying, it hit really hard. Uh, And this really resonated with me. She said... She was saying something, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, you need to get out of your own way. I don't remember what she was talking about prior to that. She was just talking about like achieving your goals and stuff. And she said, you need to get out of your own way. And literally when she said that, my mind went to so many places. And usually, you know, when they say their inspirational words or their thoughts, I I don't really think too much about it after. But when she said this, I literally feel like I couldn't even hear the music after because I was just like, whoa. It really much so resonated. You need to get out of your own way. I had so many additional thoughts to that. I was like, I need to hop off this bike immediately and go record a podcast episode because I was just like, I have so many thoughts on this and I need to talk to my people. (laughs) We got to talk about this. I think it's safe to say that most people, most of us, and you know, probably a lot of you listening to this, get in your own way sometimes. I know I do. I do a lot too. I get in my own way. So... What does getting in your own way mean? To me, getting in your own way looks like self-sabotage. Having self-sabotaging tendencies where you have something going for you and you almost feel like you don't deserve it maybe. And so you like sabotage it. And it's funny because we know ourselves better than anyone because we live in our own minds, obviously. You know yourself better than anyone else in the world does, which is amazing, but it can be dangerous because we know exactly how to talk ourselves out of something. We know our weaknesses. 
we know how to appeal to ourselves to convince ourselves of certain things. There's so many instances in my life where I talk myself out of doing something because I know exactly how to appeal to my brain to be like, oh, yep, I can't do that. Like, there's, there's no way. Or just convincing myself that I can't achieve something or do something that I want to do. We can really be our own worst enemy because we know how our brain, like we know our biggest weaknesses. We know what to say that'll just, you know, send our mind into like overthinking and just overthinking everything, being like sent into orbit. And I feel like it kind of relates to imposter syndrome. If you don't know what imposter syndrome is, let me look it up so I can give you the proper definition here. It's also known as imposter phenomenon or imposterism. It's a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Let's break that down a little bit. You can have imposter syndrome in anything in life, feeling like you don't deserve something, feeling like you can't achieve something. I have felt that way so many times. You know, being in a situation where I'm achieving something really cool, let's say, like I, I had imposter syndrome actually, actually, it's coming up in my brain now. I was like trying to rack my brain for examples. But a few years ago, I did this conference at VidCon and it was in front of a lot of different brands. It wasn't like a meet and greet type thing where you're in front of like peers. These were people much older than me. I think I was 18 at the time. And I was sitting on this panel of other creators who were also older than me very successful. And I had so much imposter syndrome in that moment. I was like, why am I here? Do I deserve to be here? Like, why am I here? Like, I just didn't feel like I deserved to be there. I didn't feel like I was capable of being there. That was a moment for me that I experienced a lot of imposter syndrome. Even with starting this podcast, I almost didn't because I was like, am I capable of doing that? Like, do I even have enough to say or anything valuable to say? I like almost talk myself out of doing so many things that I want to do because of this. I remember I've heard it a few times on the What We Said podcast. I'm obsessed with them. I love JC and Chelsea so much. They're one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. But a while ago, they were kind of talking about imposter syndrome. I think they had an episode on it. And they were basically saying that with imposter syndrome, it's funny because there are people who are less qualified than you doing what you want to do. And the reason you're not doing it is because you don't feel like you can, but there's people who are literally less qualified that are doing it. And it just goes to prove that you can literally be your own worst enemy and you can do the things you want to do. So there's that. (laughs) And the reason why my spin instructor saying this resonated so deeply with me, I think was because sometimes in a lot of different areas in my life, I think I tend to get in my own way. And I tend to doubt myself and convince myself that I'm not maybe worthy of something or capable of doing something when I definitely am. But, you know, your mind can play tricks on you. Your mind can really mess with reality sometimes and convince you differently. Usually the things you want to do, it doesn't even have to be like big, big dreams and goals that you have. Like for me, something I really wanted to do before I started again, was get back into workout classes. And I got in my own way so much with that, talking myself out of it, building so much resistance towards going and just being nervous that I couldn't keep up, that I wasn't good enough to, you know, just like scared to go to a group fitness class because sometimes group fitness can be really scary, especially when, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, like, am I going to be super out of shape? Like, can I keep up? Or, you know, Uh, what am I doing here? And I got in my own way so much with doing that because I have literally been saying since the beginning of 2021, I think is when my like workout studio opened up again. It took me a whole year and a half after they reopened to finally get myself to go. 
I got in my own way of doing something that I knew would make me feel good, that I knew I wanted to do. I got in my own way for a year and a half. And it's funny because as soon as I pulled the trig and I was like, you know what? I just need to go. Let's go take a workout class. It was the best thing I ever did. And I've been going pretty much daily ever since. And I've been having the best time feeling so good. And it's just funny because looking back, I'm like, you know, I could have done this a while ago. Like, why did I, why was I so hard on myself? Why did I talk myself out of doing this so much? And it's because I was just getting in my own way. My thoughts were getting in my own way. And now it all seems so silly because I'm like, that was not as big of a deal as I made it out to be. Like Ava, oh, whatever, you know, I'm not gonna get mad at myself that I didn't go for a year and a half, but I am so happy that I'm back now. Even in other areas of my life, you know, there's certain things that, I got in my own way of starting because of imposter syndrome and not believing in myself. Even with this business that I started with Sunglow, there were so many moments in the beginning phases of starting this where I was like, shit, am I in too deep to turn around now? Because I don't know if I can do this. Like, do I even know what I'm doing here? Why, why do I feel like I can start a business? Like, what am I doing? I'm not capable of this. And it's funny because if I had gotten in my own way of that, I wouldn't be here now. Like, being so passionate about it and loving what I do. And I just had so many moments like that throughout the beginning stages where I just had so much self-doubt about it and I wouldn't make the proper steps because I kept getting in my own way. You know, sometimes people get in your way, maybe, but at the core of it, typically we can be our own worst enemy in a lot of ways. But on the flip side of that, you can also be what's the opposite of an enemy? <laughs> you can be your biggest like comrade, teammate, compadre. Wait, what? what am I saying here? Compadre. What does that mean? Why do I feel like I know that word? Compadre. A way of addressing or referring to a friend or companion. Okay. That kind of made sense then. You can be your own biggest cheerleader. You don't have to be your own worst enemy, even though I think like naturally sometimes we just are. And it's funny because you know when you're talking to a friend and say they are wanting to pursue something or achieve something, you are their biggest fan. You are the first person to your best friend to be like, you can do this. Like, why are you doubting yourself? If anyone can do it, it's you. And you are just, you believe in them so much, but they don't. You can also be that for yourself. Imagine if you could, instead of being your own worst enemy, be your biggest fan and cheerleader. And the thing is we are all capable of doing that for ourselves. We're all capable of doing what we want to do in this life. And I fully believe that. Does it sound cheesy? Yes. Sometimes things are cheesy for a reason because they're true, okay? You know, I don't care about being cheesy. I go, I'm Italian, I love cheese, let's get cheesy. You are totally capable of achieving anything that you want if you don't get in your own way. I think another area in my life I really got in my own way of was with friendships because for so long, I just didn't put myself out there. I wasn't allowing these, you know, friendships and connections to come to me. And when they would, I would just get in my own way. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that in this episode, but I would, you know, just be like, oh, like I can't, like I, I have social anxiety. I almost used me having social anxiety as like, I don't want to call it an excuse because it is a very real thing and I do experience it, but I almost use that too much to a point where instead of putting myself out there, I just used that. With social anxiety in particular, it is something you can, you know, work on and improve upon. And I know that because I have. I used to shut down in group situations. I used to have genuine just attacks of panic meeting someone new, 
I would turn down. I would just, it would freak me out so much. I like my heart would start beating super fast. I would like get super sweaty and just like stumble over my words. And it was just, I would just feel horrible. And now it's not as bad because I've, I've been working on it. It's been a slow process, but I know with that in particular, it is something that can get better if you allow it to and put in the effort to. Obviously, I know everyone's situations with social anxiety uh, specifically are different, but I know for me, it is something that slowly has been getting better. And I just, I really did get in my way so much with friendships because I was just so convinced that no one really wanted to like be my friend and I wasn't capable of having lots of friends. I was like, oh, that's just, that's just not me. I don't think it ever will be like, oh, it's okay, whatever. But I just put up so many walls. I was really getting in my own way so badly with that. And it kind of took me going through a breakup to force myself to be like, okay, I really need to create a good community around me. And once I did, I cannot imagine it being any other way. Like I said, I love my friends. I love the girlies. Oh, I'm just, I love everyone in my life. And I know for me, at least with a lot of situations in my life, I tend to overthink, overanalyze. And that's kind of what makes me get in the way of myself. But I did make a little list here of things to stop getting in your own way and to kind of help with that. First things first, we have got to stop the negative self-talk. And the thing is, I'm not, you know, sometimes it's, it's easier said than done, yes. But you got to start small. And starting small with the negative self-talk means even if you're saying it in a joking way, when you say things like, hi, I'm so stupid or like stuff like that when you're around friends and it's like kind of a joke, anything you say to yourself, your mind doesn't like it's not processing it as a joke. You are like putting that out there that you are. And so you're like internalizing it as that's true. And even just little things like that, like self-deprecating jokes. Are they funny sometimes? Yes. Do I do it sometimes? Yes. But sometimes that can really build up. And at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to talk about yourself like that. You should talk to yourself like how you would talk to a close friend who you value and love and cherish so much. I think sometimes we live so much inside our own head that we can't see ourselves as simply as like our best friend sees us. Because I know for me, with so many of my close friends, I hype them up so much. I see this in this beautiful, I see them in their, in this like beautiful light and I just see so much potential in them. And, you know, I believe in them so much. I know they can achieve these things. And it's funny because when I tell them that they're like, like they don't believe it themselves. And I get it because I'm like that too. But can you imagine if we had that mindset about ourselves, like treating yourself like you are that friend. And the thing is we totally can make that mindset shift. It just sometimes takes a bit of a conscious effort. So I think starting with, you know, a little bit ne- a little bit less of those self-deprecating jokes, whether they're a joke or not, you know, putting that stuff out there, whether it's a joke or not, you're still putting it out there. And on a little bit of a harder level, when you think about yourself, when you look at yourself in the mirror, I know it's so easy to be hard on yourself and pick out all the little itty bitty things that you don't like about how you look or like your personality or whatever. We have to stop doing that. I'm guilty of it too. I'm not perfect. I'm still working on this too. I think, you know, it's a forever journey because it is so easy to be hard on ourselves and I don't think anyone's perfect at it. But I think if you make it a conscious effort to B 
be a little bit nicer to yourself, be a little bit more forgiving and look at yourself. You're just a human being trying to trying to make it out here. <laughs> you know, you're just we're all trying to be happy. We're all trying to achieve what we want to achieve and be happy and live our best life. Uh where was I going with that? <laughs> I just feel like we look at ourselves so critically. Sometimes we just got to take a step back and look at ourselves and be like, we are just trying our best. We're trying our best, and that's that's the best we can do sometimes. Another thing that has really helped me to get out of my own way is thinking about the best case scenario, not just the worst. I have talked about this before, but I'm going to say it again because I think it's really important to reiterate and drill it into our skulls here and into our brains. More often than not, when we think about a situation or anything, we tend to think about the worst case scenario. Like, what if this happens? What if this happens? Like all these horrible things. And our mind can go to crazy places. And some of our worst case scenarios would never happen. You know, sometimes, yes, there's like a probability. But if you're going to have that mindset, you also got to think about the best possible case because usually the best case scenario is more likely to happen than the worst case scenario and i think you just got to focus on what's the best that could come out of this another thing that i have recently adopted as you all know is the why not mindset literally why not is this mindset a little bit dangerous sometimes yes don't take it too far (laughs) don't do like crazy shit i mean whatever you can do whatever you want it's your life but having this why not mindset has let me be so much more go with the flow and carefree and look at things like, you know what? Let me go for this. Let me try to do this thing I've been wanting to do. Imagine if everything goes right. We can't just imagine if things go to shit, (laughs) even though sometimes they do, yes, because that's life. But with this like why not mindset, you know, you would be surprised at what could come of it. And you just, you never know. You never know, so why not try that thing you've been wanting to try? Why not chase that dream you've been wanting to chase? Why not try that new activity? Why not talk to the person you've been so scared to talk to? Like, why not? Another big thing that has been super helpful for me is instead of saying I'm going to do things and keep on saying it, like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try this. I want to do this. I want to do that. Do them. Take the steps to do them. You know, with a lot of things, things seem so scary when you look at it as a big picture, And I'm being vague here because you can apply this to anything. Say it's like your dream career or your dream passion, something you really want to achieve or do in life. Instead of always talking about it, sometimes you just got to start taking the little baby steps to do it. Easier said than done, yes. And, you know, not all the things you can do right now. Maybe that's like things you want to do later. But I feel like for the things you want to do right now, start taking the little baby steps to get there because baby steps still make progress. You don't have to always take leaps and bounds. I think taking things step by step, you know, you're still moving forward instead of staying at the same place. I know for me, like I said, when I would put off doing something that I really wanted to do, I was building so much resistance and like stress towards it. And I was just, it was allowing me to overthink more because I was just, I kept putting things off and it build it built so much resistance towards towards doing those things that scared me. Like I said, with the workout thing, I built up a year and a half worths of resistance. Each time I was like, okay, maybe I'll go. I had like a year of me making excuses for why I couldn't or shouldn't or wouldn't. And that's a lot of, you know, that's a lot of resistance to build towards something. So don't get to that point like I did. You know, for me, it was really hard to rip off that bandaid of just going to the workout class, which I know sounds so small, but for me, it didn't feel small. But I... Look, looking back, I really just wish I um, 
did it when I wanted to do it instead of overthinking it way too much and being so scared and building up all this stress and anxiety over it. I wish I had just done it. It would have, you know, probably been good. Everything happens for a reason. I'm glad I started when I started, but yeah. Something I know for a fact is that we are all capable of more than we think. You are capable of more than you think. And it's funny because when you don't believe in yourself, you don't <laughs> you don't really have the confidence to be like, oh yeah, I can do this. I can achieve that. But don't sell yourself short. You are more than capable of doing the things you want to do on a big scale, on a small scale. You so are. And you just got to keep telling yourself that to really internalize it and believe it. It almost starts turning into this snowball effect. Once you really start believing that and building that confidence, it just keeps growing and growing. And like I said, you know, a lot of things in life are easier said than done, but I truly believe that we're all capable of doing the things we want to do, and you are. I'm talking to you. You listen into this. Whatever you wish to do with your life, whatever thing you are thinking of throughout this podcast, you can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. Does that matter? Eh, yes, but you just have to believe in you. A big tip I learned from Ed Milet, who is a motivational speaker, really cool guy. I really enjoy listening to his podcast and He's been on a few podcasts that I li I've listened to, and this is where this is from. This is not an original thought, okay? I'm given the credit where credit is deserved. He says that in order to build confidence, you have to keep the promises you make to yourself. Let's unpack that. <laughs> Let's unpack that because it is so true. Let's say, I'm going to use working out for an example again. If you tell yourself you're going to work out tomorrow, and then tomorrow comes around and you're like, eh, no, like, that's okay. I'm not going to do it. But you made that promise to yourself and then you break it. You in turn are breaking your confidence in yourself. You're shattering your confidence. You're lowering it. And the more you keep the promises to yourself, the more confidence you build because you're like, yeah, I can do the things I say I'm going to do. I do them. I'm not just all talk. I do the, the damn thing. <laughs> That's something that he said that really resonates with me. And I think about often I got to keep the promises I make to myself. It's so easy to make excuses. And, you know, sometimes like the other morning, did I skip a workout class even though I had it booked? Did I lose $25? Yes, I did. Was I making excuses? Yes, I was a little bit, but also I woke up with really horrendous period cramps. Like, you know, in situations like that, I really had to listen to my body because I felt so unwell, but I'm not really talking about excuses like that. I'm more talking about the excuses that, you know, you a lot of the time say if you don't want to work out, the excuses we make <laughs> are to convince ourselves that we can't when in reality we can. And like I said, obviously listen to your body. And if you can't, you can't. But sometimes you still got to do the thing, even if you don't want to do it, because you need to keep that promise to yourself. And with that being said, I think, I don't know, I don't know if I've, I've done something here <laughs> because I felt like I kind of popped. But I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe I didn't. Um, and with that being said, I don't know if any of this, you know, resonated or hit home. Maybe in my head, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, like this podcast hits, like this is making sense. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. I've actually been putting off recording this because I was worried that it wasn't going to be perfect and that it wouldn't make sense. And I was building resistance towards it and I was getting in my own way because I was like, oh, like, do I have enough to say about this? Like, does what I have to say provide value? Like, does it make sense? No. I was like, 
get out of your damn way, girl. Go record the podcast, sit your ass down, get in front of the mic. And I'm so glad I did it. And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, I know it's a little bit shorter, but thank you so much for listening. I hope you know that anything you want to do in life, you can do. Baby steps still make progress. And I don't know, do the things you want to do because at the end of our lives, I know we all want to look back and be proud that proud of what we did. I think about the things I want to do and when I'm like oh, scared to do it or worried that I can't, I'm like, you know, if I fail, okay, sometimes failure is redirection. Sometimes failure is better than success because it redirects you into a different direction and it can be even better for you. Failure helps you learn. Failure isn't a bad thing and it's okay if you do. If you don't succeed, try, try again. And that is something that it's a little cheesy quote that I've heard so much throughout my life, but it's true. You know, if you fall down, get back up. If you fall down five times, get up six, baby. Okay, now I'm being a little bit cringy. I'm going to sign off. Those were all the thoughts on my mind. Bye.